What walls have you built up that God wants to tear down? Sometimes we build up defenses that actually hurt us more than they can help us heal. Are you ready to walk into conviction for the sake of recovery? Hey, I'm Shay. And I'm Michelle. There's a battle being waged. It's not flesh, it's not blood, it's spiritual, and we need to be prepared. The last thing a warrior wants on the battlefield is spiritual anemia. So when the enemy attacks, we need to be prepared. But we don't always realize where the attacks are coming from or that we're being attacked at all. This is the Pantry Podcast, and we're here to remind you of who we answer to, what we're capable of, and how we are called to do it in every aspect of our lives. This is season six, Rewired. When you're saved, you're saved for good. But we all experience sanctification differently. The more we grow in our relationship with the Lord, the more he transforms and renews our minds. The more we cut the cords of this world, the more we're charged up in him. This season, we're arming you with discernment of some of culture's most toxic snares. Support our ministry reaching the lost and found in over 35 countries with spiritual and literal nutrition. Every one-time and recurring donation makes a lasting impact. Donate through Patreon or thepantrypodcast.com. And now let's dig into the meal. I spent 20 years I hate. I hated everybody. Now I'm going to spend the next 20 years, the rest of my life, loving, spreading the word of love and God, you know, because we need this. Hate takes so much energy, but love, love is just a simple gesture. But a lot of people, a lot of people are afraid to admit that, you know, because we're so worried about society and stuff. And they think I'm alone. I feel this way. I feel this. You know what? Y'all go through the same emotions I go through. You know, so does Tiffany. But but once we converse and talk to one another, getting uncomfortable, we find out we all do the same stuff. We all we ha- all have the same battles. That's what makes me and Tiffany continue doing what we do. But it's things like this and people like you guys that share these incredible stories as you call. But we don't consider them incredible stories because this is normal everyday life for us. A lot of people are afraid to show their emotions. We're healing a lot of hearts. And you guys are giving us that voice. You guys are giving us that sight. And you are helping other people because it's opening other people's minds. And I'm so thankful to be able to be part of this and doing this stuff because it's much more than monetary values can ever give. It's an emotional and a spiritual healing. That's what saves us each and every day. I'm sorry. I, I'm no, sorry. I'm brother. long-winded. No, no, actually. <laughs> no, look, cool. look. That's awesome. No, I, I sensed that you were going to say something. So I'm like, I'm going to just start recording, right? Because I can put in the, And then there you just roll. And I was like, that's how the episode's going to start. Yeah, we're it. just going to start this episode yeah, different. Welcome. So welcome. That's awesome. We, like, just, let, just let, let's consider this yes. the, the open welcome. Yeah, so see. who you just heard was Michael Kent. Um, and there's someone else here you're going to hear from in a second. Tiffany Whittier. Hello. Tiffany gained Michael's respect the moment she drove up to his home alone one night to meet her latest parolee. Michael can't serve time for racially rooted crimes while a member of a white supremacist group. And even though she knew this, it didn't change her decision to arrive alone because she had God. What began that day is a story of healing, deliverance and rewiring for God's glory. So we're going to let Shay kind of open us up. We started this episode really cool, unique, yeah. different than every we, other we, one. But yeah. um, but really quick, I encourage people to buy I Found Love from I Am Second because it contains stories from Tiffany and Michael, our previous season two guest, Jessica Long, and people that you know, like Carrie Underwood and Danny Goke, as, long, as well as a dozen other people that are all pointing their stories towards God's power and their testimony. So welcome to you both. And I'm yeah, going to hand the mic over to Shay for a second I, to get us started. I, I, I don't, man, I'm speechless. This is like, <laughs> this is like the best opening I think the pantry podcast has ever had because we like to do it different. We are, we are not that normal podcast that, that fits in with an algorithm, man. We beatbox, we do all kinds of stuff. It's really kind of fun. But, uh, 
I, I'm listening to, to this beauty, to God working. And I find it incredible because it, it shines a light on God who sometimes we put inside of a box. Mm-hmm. Stories like these are encouragements to everyone that there are ways. Second Corinthians 10, four says for the weapons of our warfare, not a flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. That is incredible. That is something that we lack in society today. We don't have something that can tear down strongholds. There's not enough of us. There's not enough of us who want to go out in the love of God and just pour out our love onto someone else or onto other people or watch this. See, Michael, you hear it. He still had God's love. He still had God's love. Even when he thinks that he was in this imperfect position, he still had God's love. And see, when, two, when God starts to work, we start to see this love come together. And when the strongholds are torn down, then his love is manifest. So welcome to, to our episode, man. It's, it's welcome to be, man, it's awesome to have y'all. Tiffany. Thanks for having us. Yeah. I've always been a believer of Christ. And I've, just going to Michael's house that evening, I told myself, get there before it's dark because I saw his case file and what he was about. But I didn't, yeah, I could have easily judged. Oh, saying, oh, this is who this is. I better have some backup because this is what's going to happen to me. But no, I felt safe. I listened to my, my, my instinct and maybe it was God talking to me saying, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay because it was getting dark and there was a pit bull in his yard. I mean, just all look bad. It all looks right. sick, you know, but something said to me, no, you still need to go through with this um, and follow through and see this person. And I'm, and I'm glad I did because look what it's brought. I mean, look what Jesus has done and done for all of us and so many more people just by sharing our story. But most importantly, look what it did for Michael. Um, it opened up Michael's heart. Um, we wouldn't be sitting here today. I don't think if I would not have gone to his home that day alone. I think if I would have gone there with two people, that could have, because it can be very intimidating. Um, you know, but here I am with a vest on and a gun. And if for two people to show up at your house, you don't know them to say, oh, by the way, you have a new probation officer. And here's my backup with me to make sure everything's going to be okay. Right. You know, it could have been totally different. So for Michael, I'm so glad that I went there by myself because I wanted him to feel comfortable. I wanted him to see me just as I'm here by myself. I'm not coming, coming here to threaten you. I'm not coming here to scare you, but just to see, look, I'm, I'm here to meet me halfway. Let's start a conversation. And that's exactly what happened. And it grew from there. It was just, it was just amazing. I mean, looking back at it now, we're very thankful. And now we see it, that this was all God's work, putting us together for us to meet that day. Right. It was definitely God's work. You know, it makes me think what you just said of the story of the Judge Gideon and how he had all of these soldiers with him to go defeat the opposing army. And God said, no, if you take that many, I'm not getting any glory. The human tendency to, to bring back up, to bring all the worldly weapons, to bring all the support. Sometimes then we don't give God credit. We don't notice him. We're not listening to him. But you were like, I don't need all that. I'm trying to I'm trying to meet this person as a fellow person, mm-hmm. you know, and it allowed God to work because you didn't. You weren't putting all your faith in other people. You weren't putting your faith in your gun. You were putting your faith in what God had already instilled in you to treat him like an individual. Exactly. Um, Even though, you know, some of his past suggests he didn't treat others like individuals because he was seeing one thing. Mm -hmm. You didn't care. You didn't allow that to be what blinded you. And Michael, on that on that night that she came, you know, one of the things that we heard from you, you know, like in that moment that she came to your door, you know, it's like that weakness. You know, you were like, wait, here's one person. No one comes to my house. You know, they always (laughs) come with twos. It doesn't matter who they are Mm -hmm. in her weakness. You know, there was some strength and some power that was at work. And of course, we know that's God now. What were you thinking that night? What was going on in your mind? Like, whoa, who is this or what? You know, it's funny, but it's not thinking back on it. 
But at the time, it was a very serious situation. When she first came to my house, I thought either they were trying to set me up or the probation office really didn't like her. Send her out here. He'll kill her. <laughs> no, that, but, but seriously, that's how tense the situation was. Right. And like I said, no one's ever came out to my house by, himself, uh, by themselves. And she had the courage. And, and that threw my walls down a lot. And that's all I could say is I have respect for you. And me and her still talk uh, about, a, about a lot of situations. Like she's seen pictures of me that's not on file that I had individually picked. She goes, oh my God, Michael, I never knew. I knew your file, but I never knew it was like that. She goes, I might've second guessed myself, but going there, all that's been erased. Right, right. All in, it's like, I have so much respect and love for this woman because everything she did for me, and it's been a journey with my kids, my family, she was there. I buried 11 people in one year. I was dealing with a lot of stuff and I tried to commit suicide one night. And out of everybody I called, I called her. And unfortunately, it put me back into uh, incarceration because of it. But that's how much love and faith and everything I gave to this woman. Because of her, I found my way back to the Lord Jesus Christ. And I started believing. And I know the sacrifices and uh, the tribulations I went through when I was a child and growing up. That was God's will. He don't make everybody that have an easy life. He wants to, in a sense, challenge our faith to make sure and know that we are following the right path. And I know God's love is what made me push through and made me the man and everything I am today. We're all sitting here talking about how uh, Tiffany walked up to the door, right? And she was all alone, but she wasn't. See, one thing Tiffany had was she had the triune, right? She had the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. When she walked up to your door, there was four people. <laughs> when she walked <laughs> up to your door, you just couldn't see them. And it was the perfect way to come to your door. You know, if, if, like she said, if they would, if you, they would have come in force with, with officers or a bunch of people. But no, 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 no. She came with supernatural power. She yeah. came with, with the ability to knock down a wall. And see, she didn't have that power in herself, but she had it through the Holy Spirit. It's like God is continuously <laughs> testing. It's like, I get there before dark, but hold up, hold up. Oh, it's dark. I'm still going and see obedience and see, and I'm hearing this. I'm hearing like, even from, from Michael, it's like this obedient feeling, how he's saying that like, no, it's where I need to be. Even if it's something that the world would say, oh, that's small or, oh yeah, that's smart to have that security blanket, like not mm -hmm. going after dark. Right. But he will set things up in a way because he wants you to be strong in your faith and know that even if your security blanket isn't there, he's there. So what he does is he sets things up and allows things to happen in such a way that even that very reasonable request doesn't yeah. happen. What's been rewired in you? Like, there's got to be something. There's got to be. I know it's your job. Look, I've heard that like 20 times. I watch all the interviews. So we're gonna try. <laughs> wait, 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 it's, time, it's, time to, it's time to break down that wall for right. just one, one instant, right. one second. And I want to hear a little bit of the rewiring, like, like, and where that comes from, what that's done in your relationship with God and, and how you carry that forward. It let me know for sure this is what I was meant to do. I was meant to be of service. And I say of service in the sense of my job, but in the big scope of it, it's for, it's for Christ. I'm speaking as a, as a disciple of Christ. You know, I'm speaking his word, giving people opportunity and second chances, not judging, wanting people, people to be better than when I started with them. Um, they come to me with neg in a negative situation, but I want them to leave with something positive. And in turn for me, I'm getting that growth and seeing them, like Michael's grown tremendously. A lot of my other clients are growing um, just mentally, spiritually, finding Jesus and finding what makes them happy, seeing that they are, they are worthy. Because a lot of the people that I'm working with, they don't see it within themselves. And I'm there to tell them, look, I'm your biggest cheerleader. I'm your supporter. What you don't see, I see in you. 
that you are so worth it and you are loved and you need, you're, you're, you're a person. I see it. I see the joy within you, but you don't see it within yourself. And I want people to learn how to see that and find that for themselves. And that's, and that's what it's brought for me that I know I'm doing this job because this is what I'm supposed to do. Mm, so I'm going I'm to dig a little bit deeper in there. Go ahead. Let's go. Cause, cause you've hit something that I, I, I as being so military myself growing up through the ranks and always get being given the, the soldiers that nobody wanted pretty much. Mm-hmm. It was like, they were rejected. There was no hope for them and they would send them to me. Um, and then of course I have my own history. So I think that's where that came from, but finding that quality, right. Mm-hmm. Finding that one good point. So I'm going to ask you, how does Tiffany kind of work that? Cause you know, we don't always want to just tell, Hey, this is your good point. Now work on it. So how right. do you draw that out? How do you like, when you spot that, how do you draw that out? You can, and, but each person, so each person is different but you have to really start those conversations talking. And before they know it, they're telling you stuff like, oh yeah, I used to be able to do this. I like to draw and they show me their work. And I'm like, there it is right there. You don't see this. You're able to draw. I draw stick figures. If we were to play Pictionary together, I want you on my team. Because <laughs> I'm a stick person. I can't do that. But for others, I can help find their inner glory, if that's what it is through conversation and just identifying it. I don't know. It's just people tell me, Tiffany, you have a way of just getting it out of people. I could talk to somebody. I meet them within five minutes and they're telling me their whole life story crying. I don't know what it is, but I have this ability for people to feel comfortable and feel like they can just start vomiting out the mouth, their life story to me. (laughs) Yeah. I want to actually touch on that note. The thing that makes Tiffany so unique and, lets her help so many people is she's one of those people. She don't talk. She keeps her mouth shut. She listens. And by her, by, by her listening, these people tell them what the problems are. That's how she opened up to me. She didn't say, well, you're a white supremacist. You're a racist. You hate black people or you're a drug addict. You're a thief. She goes, Michael, so what happened? What's the deal? What can we do? How can I address these issues? How can we move forward? How can we move past this? So many people, even in a lot of the faith, even a lot of church, people say, you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to do this. You need to do that. Right. But if you actually just sit there and listen to the gospel, listen to the Lord's word, you're going to pick it up instead of somebody cramming it down your throat. And that's right. exactly what our relationship was like, too. She didn't say all these things that was wrong with me. She just shut the heck up and <laughs> let me tell her what my flaws were. <laughs> no, because uh, it's, I love not, it. no, I love it. it's not being forced. It's going natural. It's going organic. And that's how she's been so successful at what she does. And this is how she's helped so many people. And a lot of people have a love and respect because if all God did was talk, he could be pointing out the flaws on everything. And every, but instead he wanted to know what can we do to make this better? How can we do it? Sometimes right. he has to sit back and let humanity and let us, destruct themselves before we can, before he can fix us. She listened to what I was telling her. And then she says, you know what, Michael, let's think about this. Let's, let's, well, obviously what you're doing wasn't working good for you because you don't hate me. You know? And it, calling me more than you need to. Yeah. You know, but it, but it opened up so many more doors and that's where it is. When she was coming over my house, like I said, I had swastikas all over my house, Hitler pictures, German war flags. My vehicle was like that. And this woman, I don't even know why the heck I listened to her. She says, you know what? Start taking down some of that negative stuff you have on your wall. Start putting up more positive. It's like, who the heck is this woman telling me this? You know, and next, but next thing you know, she says, so when you go to bed, you see something positive and you wake up, you see something positive. I don't know why I listened to her. 
and he actually did it. I was like, he actually listened to me. Because she listened to me. It's like, okay, so she's giving me an inch. Let me give her an inch. Right. And by doing that, my hate level went from this started going down like that. Right. It took so much energy out of me to hate so many people. It was, what the heck? It only took a freaking poster. Right. <laughs> it, took, it took something so small to open my eyes back mm. to love and understanding forgiveness and redemption. And that's one of the reasons mm. why I was the way I was because how can somebody love me when I don't mm. love myself? Right. I started loving myself and I started feeling so much better and my heart started opening up and I still tell her, Still to this day, we again, we talk about a lot of stuff. Woman, why are you still here? 11, 12, 13 years later, we don't understand why we're still in each other's lives. Don't want to talk to each other because we still get in arguments. We're like the best of enemies. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so to speak. We, like to be but we can't get it. We continue helping each other grow. But just to see how our lives are so different, but so intertwined, it is so surreal and so amazing. And it, it's been a blessing in itself. Mm -hmm. I don't know where I would be in my life in this world today with, without her. And one that we just had an interview right before this, and they said something that dropped me to my knees in tears. If Tiffany was gone tomorrow, I don't know where I'd be. She's been my rock. She's been my backbone. She's been my spiritual guidance throughout this whole thing. Even still, some of these times, I still give up faith in a lot of stuff because I deal with a lot of stuff with my past marriage and my kids and everything else. She's the one that's, ah, ah, what are you doing? You came so far, Michael. Come on. The, the Lord has a place for you. The Lord has something for you. You're, this is what it's supposed to go. You're stronger than that. And I am so thankful that, and it's been so much of a blessing to have her beside my side. See, and I guess for me, what's, what's so difficult, Michael's, Michael's so able to speak on it. And me, I just feel like I'm very humble. Like I, Honestly, I feel like I wasn't doing anything I wasn't not supposed to do. I was being me. So it's really hard for me to find words to say, well, how come you did that, Tiffany? Well, that's because that's the right thing to do. I wouldn't know any other way not to do it. Um, to treat, I, I don't know. It's just, it's hard for me to find words because I really cannot pinpoint this is what made me do this. Honestly, my parents, me being raised in the church, I felt like when I went to church, I really didn't listen because I felt like I was forced to go. <laughs> right. You know, um, I don't know, but I, at some point, I mean, it's instilled in me because I want to see people be better people. Mm. And for Michael, I didn't see him as different. I and it, I know you want more, and it's so hard for me to come up with the words to say, "Well, this is why." Honestly, all I can say is I was doing what all I know I could do. Right. There was no other way for me to do it. With if I would have gone there with somebody else or not treated Michael, if I would have treated him differently, that would have been out of character for me. Right. All right. Let's look, put yourself, Tiffany, now. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> this is this is between me and Tiffany now. <laughs> I love it. So Talk to me. Put, <laughs> Tiffany, put this up. Put yourself in my shoes. As looking at me, looking at you have your coworkers and on the different aspects, whether the job you're at now or job there. Do you do more communicating and do helping people or are you doing more for people than other people? You see how other <laughs> individuals treat people than the way you treat. So you got to see and understand where it's our point of view and where we are, where we're on guard and how we feel. So before you open your mouth and you say that you're doing something natural, natural is what other people do. You go above and beyond. So take a step, put yourself <laughs> in our shoes. So you can't speak on that. 
Sorry, guys. I had a I had to play devil's advocate right no, no, there. No, because, no, no, Michelle going to jump because, in. And- <laughs> no, I thank you for bringing no, that up. I, no, I think because you were so young, which is a testament to how important it is to bring your kids to church. Y'all, we always bring that up. Like, just keep them around the, the body in the Lord. In the Lord. But for some, this would be a rewiring. But because of how long you were exposed to the word, you don't even know when you were wired to think this way. And I think that that is insightful in its own way, because when you are in Christ, you don't always you can't always pinpoint when you changed. I can't pinpoint the day that I could no longer bear to listen to the same music that I did before Christ. I can't pinpoint the day and I can't pinpoint Mm -hmm. what 15 things I did or listened to that changed my heart. I just know God rewired me at some point over time where I no longer could stomach the same lyrics that were talking and glorifying things that were not of God and don't bring people joy. I can't. Right. Right. But that's what I think of with you is that like the goal for many is something that you based on God's call for your life were given at some point. We're not even going to say young. We don't know when it came in, but we know that you operate like what Michael said, you operate differently than the standard. Right. And what's different. You have submitted your life to Christ. And that is why you operate Higher, I will say that because I know it comes from Christ. You operate at a higher standard in this area mm-hmm. of life than most people are used to experiencing, even from fellow believers. Not every believer has the same ability and capacity to be good at everything that every, the rest right. of us are. But it's important for people listening to understand that they won't always know, but there is fruitful change that can happen when you are they surrounded. Just right, like Michael said, like the belief, like a, a believer who's around the word will pick up the word because the word is living and doesn't return void. And it will go and plant itself in your heart as long as you're continuing to be willing to hear it from the Lord. Like it'll come. So the whole, you know, don't look at the speck in the other person because there's a log in yours. It's like, yeah, you, the, the log in your own is, you know how big it is because you can see yourself up close, but the other person, you can only see him from so far distance. So it's always going to look like a speck, but you're more preoccupied with that. Mm. And so it's important for us to just sit there and say, okay, I'm going to focus on loving this person with the love of Christ, but also humble myself enough and open myself up enough to allow myself to be corrected by a fellow person in Christ, you know, like Michael allowed you to do. And I think, I think it's just such a cool multi-layered story for people to chew on. Yeah. I, I, I love your answer, by the way, Tiffany. I, I really do. I, I, I see this banter in all of the interviews I love it. and I, I love it. it. And it's one of the reasons I was like, oh, they're, they're awesome. They're, they're just like awesome. But I, <laughs> but I also understand that, that like I, I can forgive. I have this ability to, to forgive that I don't even understand. Uh, and I've gone through a lot of, of wronged, being wronged and wrongs in my mm-hmm. life as well. Kind of like Michael, you know, bad childhood, all this other stuff, right? Um, but I ran two, two paths. I had this path that looked really good, and I was under the current over here doing all kinds of shameful things. And, um, but forgiveness, you know, and so God, I like what you're saying, Michelle. I love that you're saying that, like, this is something that God has put into her, that God has instilled in her. It doesn't really necessarily have to be explained because it's seen. Right. Um, you know, I, I think it's better. And in, in the, in the Bible tells that don't go around flaunting, you know, right. you know, praying out loud. I mean, you know, all that kind of <laughs> stuff. And, it's, and, and Tiffany is that prime example of that. Like, look, guys, I, I, I don't know. But but one thing she does say, and I've heard her say it and I've read it. It's changing her mm-hmm. and her relationship with God and with Christ. And mm-hmm. see, so there is changes going around everywhere. So see, Michael, not only are you changing, but Tiffany is changing, you know, and people who there hear this story and this and this and, and how awesome it is that God changes people mm-hmm. on all different levels at different times. Yeah, There's not one story. If we start comparing stories, we got a problem. If we start comparing God in, in, in different situations, we got a problem. 
let's think about what God's doing in us. Right. And that's what I'm hearing. I love this. I love it. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I love I Am Second and the book I Found Love, because you got testimonies from all different perspectives, all different types of people. And we all deal with our battles. We all have our testimonies and we all have a tribulation, but we all came to the same thing. We all found love. It took uh, some of us more, some of us less, but it's, we all have our battles, whether you're famous, whether you're Joe Schmo, whether you're, you know, something, we all deal with the same battles. We still deal with the problems and trials and tribulations, but that's what makes us God's children. Right. You know, we all make mistakes. We all overcome. And a lot of people say, well, that never, that'll never happen to me or that never happened to me or this, or, Hey, they've had a better life than me or they came from money or whatever. They're the, you know what? If you sit down there and listen, we all struggle the same. It's mm-hmm. just how we interpret it and how we deal with it. So that's what makes I found love an awesome book because you can hear all the past that they went through and the trials they went through. And it's, it's such an amazing book. And I'm glad that Doug Bender actually came out and did that and <clears throat> listened to all different people's aspects of it. It's, it's an amazing book. Yeah, yeah, that is. And just what the impact of, you know, each person's story in the book and how Christ has played a part, that's huge. Anybody can relate. They can put themselves in that situation in any one of those stories. Um, but God is always there. Christ is always there. Sometimes you just have to listen really hard. Right. But he's there hey. talking to us. Are you talking about me that I don't listen? <laughs> I, she always tells me I do more talking than her. She goes, you know, sometimes you got to let me have my turn. So I didn't give her that. You know, something, but you know what? She's doing the same thing. She's listening. And right. then, and then when she comes in, she brings in that, like that nugget, like, yeah. here you go. Yep. It's, it's That's awesome. a good thing because this is what, especially with her and I, we talk about, it's a very sensitive and touchy subject for a lot of people. Right. And that's one thing that people's always related to with our story because throughout the bad times, we can see the joy and the happiness. We can make the bright, the brightness out of it. And it's a sensitive and touchy times. You know, it, it is a hard subject to talk about, but the only commonalities we have is that we have the Lord Jesus Christ on our side and that's being there and it's helping us walk that walk and talk that talk. So with that, I'm just so glad of all the people and everything we've had in our lives that's actually helped us on this journey, you know, and I'm thankful for Pantry Podcast and, you know, a lot of the other publications we did, the Christian magazines we did. And it's, it's been a blessing because it's helping not only that, not only people like me, but it's a lot of Christians because a lot of Christians are afraid to come out because they're different as well Mm -hmm. and stuff. They're afraid to speak out to the church because they're afraid to be the outcast of the church because of the demons and the stuff that they went through and stuff. They're afraid that they ain't going to be accepted or whatever, but it's given a lot of people courage to come out and do that. Being, it's the church being able to help people like us too, because we all have our demons and stuff, but a lot of people are closed-minded, and this is bringing a lot of people together. And that's great, you know, for stories like this to come out and people to talk about and share. I'm thankful for the opportunity to be doing these podcasts. Awesome. And Tiffany, anything you want to say as we start to wrap this up? Michael always says the perfect things. <laughs> that's why he talks, because he says, good, like, see, look no, at the gifting, awesome, the brother. coverings here. Yeah, it's, like it's just, my words and her looks. Let's just say that. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, you say it so, you articulate it so well, and I struggle over here trying to get words out of my mouth. But it's, you know, and I feel the exact same way Michael said. Um, I'm very thankful and appreciative of these opportunities that we've been given. This has definitely opened my eyes with the, the I, I Found Love book by Doug Bender. Q was amazing, but I am second. Wow. That was. I opened, so real. 
yeah, ugh, just touched my heart. And I'll never forget that experience. Just the love that I felt, the comfortness that I felt and just solidified. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Right. I am where I'm supposed to be. And that, oh, come on. that's just heavy on my heart. And I love that. I mean, it just tells me this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Hey. I'm supposed to be working with people and encouraging people. And I'm like, you're doing it. And whatever aspect is, it is, as long as I'm working with people and not just sitting behind the desk eight to five, I know I will be where I'm supposed to be. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. And so that's, that's a, man, that's, that's just a beautiful story. Yeah. That walls can be torn down, that strongholds can be broken. And I'm going to read a verse. Yeah. Um, definitely, I love verses. And I think that when we hear this, it really encapsulates what we're talking about here because I think Jesus, no, I don't think. <laughs> See, don't use those words. Think. I know Jesus I know does things. And I know that Jesus brings peace. And Ephesians 2, um, verse 14, it says, For Christ himself has brought peace to us. He united Jews and Gentiles into one people when, in his own body on the cross, he broke down the walls of hostility that separated us. He did this by ending the system of law with its commandments and regulations. He made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating in himself one new people from the two groups. Together as one body, Christ reconciled both groups to God by means of his death on the cross, and our hostility towards each other was put to death. He brought this good news of peace to you Gentiles who were far away from him and peace to the Jews who were near. Now all of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done for us. And, and that is Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you both for being here so much. This has been a blessing and we're praying that's a blessing for all of our listeners as well. Remember for y'all listening that you can go to the pantrypodcast.com to find out how you can connect with both Tiffany and Michael and their story at IamSecond.com. We'll have a link to the videos, to the book, all of that good stuff. And we hope to see you next time. So until then. Bye. Bye. Awesome. That was so good. This is what needs to happen. <laughs>